This is Scott Richmond, the director for New York and New Jersey for ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, coming to you from the front lines. ADL is on the front line every day fighting anti-Semitism and hate, and this show brings that to you from the WVOX studios in New York. In the battle against hate, social media has become a troubling front line. It gives us all a voice, which is good. But it also gives haters a voice. And unlike traditional media, there are no legislative guardrails. That is, until this past summer, when the California Assembly passed a landmark piece of legislation known as AB 587. Among other things, it requires social media companies to submit reports detailing violations of their policies, which would then be publicly searchable. ADL played a major role in helping to pass this historic legislation, especially my colleague, Kendall Kosai, Director of Policy for the Western Division of ADL. I've asked him to join me today to discuss AB 587. Welcome, Kendall, too, from the front lines. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So let's start with the key question. How important is this legislation? Is it really a game changer? We see it as a major game changer for how social media companies are being transparent with the, with the public, really. You know, we saw the problem, and this bill cannot come at a more critical time. Well, because we know that the problem is way too severe and the consequences are simply too great. You know, according to ADL, 65% of people from marginalized communities have been harassed in the last year. And let's be clear, this hate isn't only taking place on the dark web or message boards. You know, 75% of those harassed said there at least some harassment occurred on Facebook, 24% on Twitter, and 21% on YouTube. These are well-resourced, highly profitable platforms that simply need to be more transparent with the public. So let's take a step back. What was the exact problem that we were trying to solve with this legislation? When we look at what transparency reports are, you know, we we see that, you know, trading stocks and commissions um, in the stock market are transparent and reports are required for those. We see that the FDA needs to report how food is processed or made, right, at, at different companies. But in social media, which has such an outsized influence Upon our, you know, d- democratic dialogue, uh, we simply have not been able to understand the real scope of what's happening, right? And we all know, again, that this, this issue is really, really severe and is driving people in marginalized communities out of these spaces that are so critical to having conversations in our democracy. And so really, it, it's really understanding uh, the rules of the road and how do they enforce those rules is what they, AB 587 is really trying to do. How did this all come about? How did we uh, achieve this legislation? So we worked with, um, you know, Assembly Member Jesse Gabriel. Uh, he's from the Los Angeles area, and he is also chair of the Assembly Privacy Committee. And so he came to ADL in early 2021 and said, listen, we have a real opportunity to make a difference here and to enact some game-changing legislation, not only in California, but across the nation. And so we worked together to put together one of the very first transparency laws in the country. Uh, and so it took all of, Jan- of 2021 all the way through most of 2022 to get this passed. And every step of the way, um, you know, we worked with him to find a good solution that, that ultimately would make a major impact on the way that we receive data and information about these social media platforms. There was even a role for ADL volunteers to play, right? Absolutely. So, you know, big tech and other lobbyists threw everything they had at to stop this bill. But ADL, we assembled a coalition of over 90 community organizations that supported these efforts. We mobilized constituents from all across California 
to from the process of passing the assembly, the Senate, to the governorship, to make sure that their voices were heard and that this this bill was important to them. Uh, and in addition to that, we brought a team of people from ADL to Sacramento to lobby on these issues and to make sure that we're holding our elected officials accountable uh, and to pass AB 587. You said that big tech was not happy about this. They tried to block it. Tell us a bit about why. Yeah, they believe that this was an onerous kind of process, you know, uh, bill that, that required them to disclose too much information, right? Um, but what we're simply looking for in AB 587 is anonymized aggregated data. We're not telling the platforms necessarily what to do. We're telling them to report to us what they currently do, right? And so transparency is not forcing companies to reveal trade secrets. It's not about making companies have specific guidelines. It's not about suppressing freedom of speech. It's not even about reforming Section 230, right? It's about companies being honest with consumers and about the rules of the road and how they enforce those rules. So we've passed it now, and, uh, you know, this becomes model legislation, but we have to be honest, we're not out of the woods yet. There's concern that it may not withstand judicial scrutiny. So on what grounds would it be shot down? We believe that this bill in particular um, passes constitutional muster. Again, it's not about free speech. It's not about telling the companies what to do. It's about them providing anonymized, aggregated data to us as consumers to understand the trends and how we can make better public policy decisions around it. You know, we are um, looking forward to the first report in January of 2024 for them to provide that better better data and information. Um, and we believe that this will withstand the court. Okay. So assuming it survives judicial scrutiny, do you think this could spread to other states? Yeah, absolutely. There's real opportunity in other states across the country uh, to enact similar legislation. But this legislation, AB 587, is something that's national in scope, right? So these big platforms, they don't just have users in California. They have them across the world. And so getting a peek for the first time of the data will be a really big game changer for us and our policy work moving forward. But we're looking forward to working with other legislatures to think about how do we protect consumers and users of these big social media platforms. So look into your crystal ball and tell us what a future will look like with AB 587 in place. It will look like um, having this data for the first time uh, to really get a peek under the hood about which, how problematic or how much pervasive is hate, how pervasive is disinformation on their platforms, and how can we as citizens, as elected officials, as organizations, civil society, make our, make our Internet a safer place to be, to allow people to be who they are and their authentic selves and protecting them from the, the outsized uh, harass, hate and harassment they receive on a daily basis. And, and so, you know, in the future, we're hoping to enact better policies to protect people. At the end of the day, that's what this transparency is all about, protecting the public and informing them in, in a more comprehensive way. You've done uh, amazing work with this legislation. What's next? What's next for you? What's next for ADL in terms of combating hate online? We're looking at a 50-state strategy to really think about how do these new uh, emerging threats online uh, affect our different communities and what we can do to pass. Uh, certain legislation to protect them. You know, we're looking at emerging trends like swatting, which we have seen across the country with many of our uh, public schools being targets of swatting. Um, We've seen doxing across the country, 
So we're looking at how we can address those those severe issues. And we're really thinking about how, to, again, how do we protect consumers? How do we protect those who are marginalized communities um, from these emerging threats that are, you know, are new in a lot of ways? When the Internet first came out in the 90s, um, you know, they're, they're, our lives were not built around it. And so how are we really trying to think uh, in a creative way to address some of these problems? Well, Kendall, thank you so much for sharing the details of this landmark legislation, which uh, we all hope will inspire legislatures across the country to do what they can to combat hate on social media. And thank you also for the amazing work you do every day to fight anti-Semitism and hate and, and for being on today's show. Well, thank you for having me. And, of course, a big thank you to the listeners who tuned in to From the Frontlines, either live on WVOX 1460 AM or as a podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or on Spotify to ensure that you do not miss a show. Just search for From the Frontlines. And please engage in these important conversations throughout the week by following me on Facebook and Twitter. My handle is at Scott A. Richmond, and our hashtag is fighting hate for good.